Hi, I'm Bill Osmolsky with the McIver Institute, and this is the McIver Newsmakers Podcast. One of the top issues in Madison right now is ranked choice voting. Currently, Wisconsin residents vote in primary and general elections, and the person with the most votes wins. A lot of lawmakers, though, want to change that to a system where there are no primaries, and voters rank candidates according to their preference. Everywhere this has been tried, it's led to confusion and suspicion. Tallying the results is convoluted and slow. The candidate with the most votes does not always win, and it never favors Republicans. And yet here in Wisconsin, a lot of Republicans are pushing this change, and there's a lot of money from the left pouring in trying to convince others. A public hearing on January 9th turned into a love fest between Democrats and the Republicans pushing ranked choice voting, something that came off as very off-putting in this era of zero-sum game politics. How can this be the one issue that so many people on the right and left agree on when the idea is so objectively and demonstratively bad? Fortunately, not everyone on the right thinks bringing ranked choice voting to Wisconsin is a good idea. Today on the McIver Newsmakers podcast, we're joined by State Senator Dewey Strobel with his take on the forces and factors behind this effort. Well, it's a terrible idea. And the only reason why we're even talking about it is because there's big money behind it. Um, their special interests are behind this. Um, and I've seen the, I think the Mrs. Gale wrote a paper with a Harvard professor that basically said, how do you get legislation done the way you want? Um, you either spend money to get the votes or you spend money on politicians to make it happen. And being that they're business people, they figured out it's a lot cheaper to uh, spend money on politicians to get something passed and it is actually to uh, get the votes to support it. And that's what's going on right now in real time. Um, I don't think it's gonna be successful in Wisconsin, frankly, but um, you know they're spending a lot of money on politicians to try to raise this issue to the forefront to make it happen because it is just a bad thing for our democratic process, uh, totally. And certainly as it relates to conservatives who want to get things done, it really is detrimental to electing those types of people because uh, the people that are pushing this issue, they view conservatives as extremists. And, you know, an extremist is somebody who wants to retain school choice, who wants to um, keep Act 10, who wants to have lower taxes, who wants to enhance freedoms and liberties, because we've seen that the other side doesn't support that type of stuff. They're, they believe that government is the end all and it fixes everything. And um, unfortunately, the people who think conservatively uh, are deemed con extremists uh, in many polls of public opinion these days, as skewed as those might be. And really, that's what this is seeking to take out. You know, I mean, there's always, I think your average voter, your average, your average citizen, you know, always, you know, suspects that money has a lot of influence in politics. But, you know, talking to you right now, it, it's seeming to take on a whole, whole other level, at least for me, where um, you understand that, you know, obviously, you know, money is important for politics, but you never would think that uh, a, a political party would jump to the an issue that would benefit the other side for for the right for the right uh, check, you know, right for the right dollar amount because this ranked choice voting has never helped Republicans. 
everywhere it's yeah. tried, you know, has led to Democrats winning elections without a majority of voters voting for them. So it's it's just really unbelievable that Republicans in Wisconsin would be supporting something that is so against their own best self-interest. Well, even even now, when so much we hear about is our elections are are you know suspect. There's lack of integrity and lack of trust in our elections. We go to this system. Well, you talk about complication. You talk about um, voters being perplexed. I mean, sadly, you know, we have a hard time getting a proper amount of, of voters that are fully informed of all the candidates. And this is going to require you to rank five, you know, or whoever seems to be running. And my gosh, once you find somebody you like, you focus on that person. You don't look at these other people because it's like, I don't like them. So why would I vote for them? But this is going to force you to vote for all these people. And you might end up voting for someone that you you, you can't stand, uh, but you actually are going to vote for them. And you might actually help them get elected. And the person that is your first choice, your vote won't even count in that regard because it gets thrown out. It's it's really a, a contorted system that if you look at it with some common sense and you filter out all the BS, you would think, why in the world would we ever do this? Yeah, with the whole, you know, numbering your top five, you know, um, I've, I've, just to reiterate. So, I mean, yeah, under this system, there'll be no primary. It'll just be all the candidates thrown onto the general general election ballot. And voters will have to rank. I like him. I like Senator Dewey Strobel the best, so number one. I like uh, the Democrat running against him, the second best, and the communist running against them as the third best. So, I mean, very confusing system. But obviously, someone like me, I'm not going to vote for you know any. You know, I would just vote for the one candidate I like and leave the other four spots empty. And in that scenario, the person that voted for all five. They technically get five votes. I get one. So I really, you know, wonder how this system even hold, can hold up to a constitutional challenge of, you know, one person, one vote. Well, you wouldn't think it would. But in these days, of course, unfortunately, our constitutions at both the state level and the federal level aren't meaning as much as they used to. But you're absolutely right. Um, you know, you vote for the person you like. But, um, you know, if you don't vote, frankly, somewhere down the line for someone you don't like, your vote has less meaning than someone else. And that's not democracy. It's not one one person, one vote. You know, this is a convoluted system that um, is, we've seen the statistics. We've seen how people that are not the first choice end up getting elected in many instances. There's so many convoluted situations that can occur with ranked choice voting that, um, it's not the will of the people in the end. It's uh, some bizarre um, mathematical process that what we're relying upon. And um, it's it's really, again, results in very contorted uh, election results that don't represent, I believe, the will of the people. Yeah, and like in terms of like that mathematical formula, I mean, this is this is very complicated. I mean, we've seen in other elections where this has been implemented that in other states where it can take a long, long time to figure out who won an election. And, you know, after, you know, 2020, where there were lots of questions over how those ballots were counted, you know, we had a hard time getting 
uh, clerks, even in those circumstances, to show us their work. You know, all those recounts were just huge, you know, hugest uh, controversial uh, requests, apparently. So, you know, here you are a system where even if the clerks were allowed to show you their work, it still wouldn't make any sense unless you had the computer program to, you know, run through it all. So, yeah, and um, yeah, it's, it's, it's almost it's virtually impossible to do a recount uh, that makes any sense to anyone at all because of uh, the process that goes on. And in this um, you, you can't do a paper recount. You basically have to rely on machines to do a recount. Which you know, I which I think is great about our system. There's always a paper ballot to back it up. You can always count it, at least in theory. That's the way the law is, and this really blows that to pieces. And you, as a as a state senator, I mean, for the past three years, you've been living through this too of the turmoil of people not trusting the election results. Well, it's funny you say that because in the last session, I had more bills vetoed than any other legislator in all the legislative sessions since our since statehood. Uh, and the bulk of my bills were election reform bills. So um, yeah, I represent my constituents. They wanted me to do those bills. And I think the vast majority of the population of the state of Wisconsin wanted those, those bills passed. Um, but uh, unfortunately we have a governor that isn't really interested in election integrity. He's elected and he's interested in finding ways that his people can win elections. Well, I'm sure you'd have no problem signing a ranked choice voting bill, which probably tells you something about the issue. Yep, for sure. For sure. You know, and then finally, you know, you're talking about how it confuses, um, you know, it's confusing for voters, too. You know, and I always think back to um, the 2000 election where uh, you had that county in Florida where they did the uh, the butterfly ballots and the voters there got so confused they couldn't follow the line to the candidate they wanted to vote for. And they all voted for Pat Buchanan by accident. And I think about how easily voters in that situation were confused and then trying to implement this system. Yeah. Well, you don't even have to be confused. And, and again, people will be confused. But again, you can vote for someone else. And um, yet, I mean, you can your first choice, you, you get disenfranchised when these votes get thrown out. And, and there's been statistics that up to 30, 40, 50 percent of these votes of ballots don't even get counted in the end because of this system. You you don't even matter if you don't vote the right way. And uh, that's not one person, one vote. It just comes down to that simple of a concept that doesn't work. So how do you see this thing playing out here in Wisconsin over the next year? And um, just your thoughts on that process? Well, I do not believe that Republicans in the end would pass something like this. At least if they did, it would certainly wouldn't be the Republican Party I know. Um, so let's make that assumption that Republicans won't pass it. So the only way we're going to get this is if we get Democratic control, because they'll pass it in a heartbeat. So we just need to maintain control. Let's hope that uh, some of our brethren comes to sanity uh, on this issue. And I think that they will. And I think that they're a minority. And and maybe they have other reasons for doing this. I can't tell you for sure. I don't want to cast any assumptions there. But um, I think as long as we, we maintain Republican control, this won't become a reality. But it's something we need to fight and fight hard. And, and in fact, I'm the author on the Senate side of a constitutional amendment to ban ranked choice voting. Um, so we never again have to worry about special interests trying to slam this through and um, and make it a reality. And um, so let's hope that um, 
we can get that passed through two legislative sessions, and then we'll put it to the people. Um, and that'll be a really easy vote, yes or no, you know, which is kind of what we like in this in this world. Um, and uh, rather than the complexity and vagaries of ranked choice voting. Yeah, then I'll, I'll be my job to explain what the heck ranked choice voting is to the general population so that they know <laughs> what no. it means to be voting no on it. <laughs> yeah, well, it's interesting when you look at some of these um, um, governmental bodies that have instituted ranked choice voting, they're spending, frankly, millions on education so people can understand it. So mm -hmm. tell me, spend millions to educate the, vo the voting electorate on something? That's not a good situation, but that's yeah. what happens when you implement ranked choice voting. Again, that was Senator Dewey Strobel with his take on what's driving the push for ranked choice voting in Wisconsin. For the McIver Institute, I'm Bill Osmolsky. Thank you for listening to this edition of the McIver Newsmakers Podcast.